Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, here with the only two twins that are tan as food. OD10. You guys looking tan right you now. know how it is. It was 100 degrees this Each past day. weekend in New York slash New Jersey, and uh, we took full advantage of that heat. Yes, the I mean, it was too hot, though. But so, yeah, it was way too hot, and I have no AC in my house, so I was yeah, you're an idiot. dripping. But good news is, I got my wedding coming up. I'm down. I lost all my bachelor party weight in one week. So now I got three weeks to just like lose more weight. Ain't no party like a bachelor party. I'm going, party. Mad, hard, I'm going mad hard. I ate white good. meat, chicken, carrots, and broccoli rob today. That sounds delicious. As broccoli rob is good. As one of two meals. Not to, not to, it's delicious, but it's also healthy. I had spaghetti and meat sauce. That's not so much. <laughs> Do you know what's really delicious and healthy? Quarterbacks. The only way to get delicious and healthy quarterbacks. Makers. Is <laughs> is to get them at a good ADP. Today, we are going to go over every single quarterback in the National Football League, and we are going to rank them. What is their ceiling? What is their floor? So we're going to talk about it today, and we're going to do a Brodo style, the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. Brodo style, aka cover every single damn person on earth, aka we the realist. Yo, I did it Brodo style last night. What does that mean? <laughs> me, me, I covered everything. Every position. I covered every position. I was, gonna say, I was gonna say, man, that sounds very sexual, yeah. and it was meant to be sexual. This is, this is. I mean, I, I meant t- quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends. Talk what about Michael? Michael, every position for the podcast. Married man. men, Jason. Married, 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 man. <laughs> Yo, Brodo style, every position though. I'm trying to let's let's broad let's like broadcast that out. The fantasy tingle, I know they'll like I know they'll like that. Shout out to the tingle. Uh before we even start today, that's the uh the league we were in last the year. The league we were in last year with the listeners, which again we're gonna be running listener league, so stay tuned for that. We also have a lot of good stuff coming at you in August. We have something for you every single day in August. Woo! What did I say? What? Every, every- Single, single day. Day? What? Every day? Is Every we day. crazy? But guys, how? Is we crazy? But guys, when? But guys, where? Artistry. Is we crazy? Of fantasy football. Right here. Right now, we're going to have something for you every single day, so be on the lookout for that. Also, we're going to have the, the listener leagues. Last year, the listener league, we started a Twitter group to talk about the league. I won that league. Michael Sorry, did. listeners. Michael did. <laughs> and... It kind of grew into a giant family. I'm like the uncle who doesn't really, sh- who only shows up sometimes because I'm not really on Twitter. But you guys are all up in that. It's a special occasion when you show up. Yeah, everyone, everyone always cheers me when I'm in there. I, I feel <laughs> real special. But uh, what happened in there is like we all got together and we're going to a Mets game. So we're gonna go there tomorrow. That's why we're actually doing this one day in advance. It's Tuesday night, not Wednesday night. So thank the Tingle for that. We call it, we call it the Tingle for inside reasons that we won't mention. But yeah. Cool. It's, it's also a sounds like cool group. So definitely, when you join up for Brodo leagues this year, you know maybe you'll find some friendships for life. You never know. But what you'll definitely find in this podcast is some great fantasy football advice. So let's get right into it. The way we're gonna do this is we're gonna go by current ADPs. We're gonna start at the top, and then I'm gonna actually mix it up. All right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not following an order. All right. Jason wanted me to follow an order. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Suck it, Jason. Fuck off. I'm gonna do it the way that I want to do it, and you're gonna and you're gonna like it. You got Who the this. Fuck is this guy? <laughs> so let's start with the the guy, the man, Patty Mahomes, the myth, the legend. 
He is going at an average of 1.0 in drafts, which means there's no mock drafts that, at least enough to qualify it as 1.1, there's no mock drafts that have any other quarterback besides Patrick Mahomes being taken first. And that's obviously... Correctly so. That's obviously what's happening. Now, is there a situation where he finishes not first? And if he does, what's his floor? Jason, I'll start with you. To be honest, I'm going... Looking at my quarterback rankings, thinking about ceilings and uh, floors, I don't think Mahomes is going to end under quarterback six. I agree. I think his his floor, floor seven, like his very, very floor. Especially because Tyreek Hill, the only argument against him was that Tyreek Hill wasn't around. I agree. Uh, Hill's a game changer. It changes the entire. If you look at Mahomes' numbers, his yards per attempt is a lot higher. His completion percentage is better. Of course he's going to be better with Tyreek Hill. It's the same thing as the Deshaun Jackson effect. When people... Open up the field. It helps you all around the field, not just deep. So I don't see how Mahomes can disappoint. I think the only way Mahomes takes a step back is I think last year was so crazy because he kind of took the league by storm. And that offense kind of took the league by storm. And that offense has been around for a long time, but you had Alex Smith running it. So when you put a dynamic player in that offense, uh, it really took the league by surprise. I think there's a chance that Patrick Mahomes plays better quarterback this year but doesn't put up as gaudy a numbers. I can see that. But with that being said, I can't see him falling under QB5, like realistically, and QB8 if it's a catastrophe. I think his ceiling is obviously QB1. Floor is QB2. Whoa. So Jay, yeah. so you have no doubts. The, the only person <laughs> that I think has a chance to surpass Patrick Mahomes is Andrew Luck. Not D. Watts. Not Deshaun Watson. Cam Dude, Newton? Nope. Patrick Mahomes threw... Alexander Rodgers touchdowns last season and 5,000 yards. That's absolutely nuts. Over uh, nine and a half air yards per attempt, which which is why he was putting up such crazy numbers without even really rushing that much. But he did rush for 270 yards and two touchdowns as well, which helps his cause. A few rushing yards always is nice in fantasy. But I don't like you guys said. Tyreek Hill is back. That was the only possible downfall for Patrick Mahomes. So I'm all ab- I'm all aboard the Patrick Mahomes as the QB one guy. Yeah, I think that's an easy one. Let's go to QB2 then, Andrew Luck. I think you guys all, all think that Andrew Luck could be QB1 in his ceiling, Yeah, right? I 100%. What situation happens where Andrew Luck doesn't finish within the top five of QBs? Is there any? Um, at the end of last season, he was not throwing as much. The Colts became a more control-the-clock, run-the-ball a little more team. Their defense played better. If you look at the... Season all of he he was on pace to break throwing records in the beginning of last year, and then that tapered off because the offense changed. So I think that that's the worst case scenario here is if that second half Andrew Luck offense um, isn't just a thing that just happened. Like if that offense continues where he's limited and they don't let him air it out as much, even if the defense improves, he's not going to have to be in shootouts all the time. To be honest, I think his floor. Quarterback 12. Quarterback, Quarterback 12. 12. Interesting. That is interesting. Mike, what do you think? I'm also very high on Andrew Luck. I think his floor is QB5. I don't think he ends uh, worse than any of the guys like Baker Mayfield. Maybe Baker Mayfield jumps him or Carson Wentz jumps him. One of those guys, but I don't think both of them. Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger, guys like that. I don't see them jumping Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, uh, as Jason said, he was on pace to break some records in the beginning of the year. Yes, it is slowed down a bit, but the Colts are a great team. Andrew Luck's a great quarterback. They have the best offensive line in the league coming back as a whole unit, which is absolutely nuts. And he had his career lowest the rushing. Best. 
The best. The best offensive line in the league? Yes. I don't know about that. Who has a better offensive line? I mean, there's a few teams, but let's say top. Let's play a top. All right, I'm just say Andrew Luck started four I think the games. Steelers are number one. My my uh, number one offensive line, in my opinion. <laughs> Luck started four but. games in October, five in December. In October, he threw 14 touchdowns. In December, he threw seven. I'm okay with that. He also had his career lowest rushing output, only 150 rushing yards and zero TDs to keep him safe. But he played all 16 games. I wouldn't be surprised if he finds the end zone a couple times and rushes for over 250 yards again as he did in the past, which is another nice little boost for Andrew Luck. So I don't see him falling outside the top five. I think him and Mahomes are the easiest slam dunk quarterbacks. I agree. I think if you're going to pick a early quarterback, which we obviously advise against, those are the two guys you're going to pick. But here's a third guy that could really explode this year. A lot of guys are on him. He's the third in ADP, Deshaun Watson of Houston. Now, we're not taking injuries into consideration because obviously every single in, every single person on this list, an injury could take them down to not even a QB1. Yep. But when we're talking about Aaron, I mean, when we're talking about Deshaun Watson, do you see QB1 in his future? I know Michael says he can't see Deshaun Watson finishing his QB1 this year. For me personally, that offensive line hasn't been improved as much as people say uh, it is because people automatically go, oh, look what they added to the offensive line. They added two rookies. If you look at the history of offensive linemen in the league, 50% of them don't even stay in the league. So you literally have the 50-50 chance of having a starter on the offensive line if you draft one. Not only that, then you need them to be good, right? So, yes, you could turn around an offensive line with a rookie like Quentin Nelson did with the Colts last year. But in terms of Deshaun Watson, that still scares me. But I'm, I'm taking a risk because he did what he did last year, and he got sacked almost 70 times. He also holds the ball ridiculously long. When you're in a situation like, no man, I, f- I do feel like that's a little part of his, of how he's grown. He's so like, he's so he needs to make the play in that offense. You saw what that offense is without him. That's not it though. He holds the ball way too long. Like there's times where he's the reason he gets sacked. I don't know, man. Multiple times. Uh, sure, but there's already guys in the back. I don't know, Jason. What do you think? We're talking ceiling and floor? Yep. Ceiling QB1, floor QB6. Without injuries, I think his floor is QB6. I think he just runs too much. I think he's safe enough, yeah, like Mahomes, where you know you're going to get a top-tier quarterback. Dude, he's going to – he had 550 rushing yards last year and five touchdowns, and there's no reason why that's going to change. And then QT's going to be fully healthy. Fuller's going to be healthy. There's a lot of weapons there. He doesn't really need that good of a running game. And it's not like they brought in a – great running back anyways to give the ball to more yeah exactly and then his all his passing numbers went up last year except for touchdowns his touchdown rate decreased which was probably just something expected yeah it was expected with how many touchdowns he threw in his short time on the field in his rookie Uh, season that's true yeah but 26 you expect a little more than that yeah yeah so i think he's going at the right spot yeah i think his ceiling is qb2 in my opinion and floor qb6 as well the rushing yards are nice. What about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, for the first time last year, wasn't that elite quarterback that people drafted him to be, but he still put up elite numbers. Uh, didn't have the supporting cast that he usually has, but now he has Matt LaFleur um, as his new head coach, bringing in a completely new offense from the vanilla Mike McCarthy system. Is this good news or bad news for Aaron Rodgers? What is his floor and his ceiling? Because if we were talking about this a year ago, now Jason was a little bit off the Aaron Rodgers bandwagon last year. He was the quarterback that everyone was taking in the third round. He was saying, please don't do that. Obviously, that was a good idea. 
But with that being said, if we at this time last year said, what's Aaron Rodgers ceiling? Everyone would be like, what are you talking about? He's the number one quarterback and it's obvious. Now, do you think that he even has the potential to be a number one quarterback? I'll say quarterback three. Okay. I don't think he has a quarterback on potential. I think I think he's become too much of a bitch. Sorry to say it. He just he throws the ball away a lot. He's You can tell he doesn't take as many shots as he used to. And he had two interceptions last year, and a lot of that is because he's a great quarterback. A lot of it is also because he was scared to take chances. And if you're not going to take chances and try to make plays – of course he's doing that, but if he's not trying to make plays as often as other quarterbacks, he's not going to end as a QB1. Michael? I think those are fair points. I also think his ceiling – I think his ceiling is QB3 as well. I don't I don't see him jumping two of Watson, Luck, and, um, and Patrick Mahomes, especially because of the rushing ability of Watson, Luck, and Mahomes. They could all rush more than Rodgers can. Uh but Aaron Rodgers, it's Aaron Rodgers. I, I know you're saying he was being safe with the ball, which is why he only threw two interceptions. But only throwing two interceptions on 597 attempts is absolutely ridiculous. Like, that is one interception per every 299 pass attempts. And Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. I, I think his floor is like QB7. I still think he's a very good quarterback. And whoever takes him, if you're paying up for a quarterback and you're not getting one of the top three, I, I mean, I don't pay up for quarterbacks, but... Aaron Rodgers is safe enough to take. I mean, in our last episode, we took Aaron Rodgers, and we kind of regretted it after. I never wanted him. But that team was fire after. It was. We put a fire Look team together. We got to share that team on Twitter. Yeah, we really put a fire team together. Yeah, I think he's a 3-7 to seven guy. Ceiling 4. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I don't see any way he's not a quarterback one at least this year. Um, and I, th- I don't see how he's anywhere. I mean, under. last year was quarterback six and it was underwhelming. So right. He's I don't not see anywhere, anywhere under there. Yeah. All right. So let's go to now, guys, that actually have a chance to not be that top. Four are kind of locks, stalwarts. Some would even say barnacles. Um, <laughs> where is are you? Going? Do you see where this is going? Barnacles, Seahawks, maybe. Um, barnacles, barnacles, fish. barnacles. This isn't a SpongeBob reference. Tim's too old. Yo, honestly, there's Something nothing. Fish. I just, I just wanted to say barnacle because they stay places, and you can't get them off. Interesting. Like they're in the top, and you can't get them off. Interesting. They're barnacles. So they're fantasy barnacles. Fantasy barnacles. Interesting. Maybe we should start using that. A guy who could be a, a fantasy barnacle soon. Barnacle's a fun word. But barnacles are kind of like annoying and bad, though. They have a bad connotation. Guys, let's save this for the barnacle con- podcast. All right? Think about the connotation of barnacles, though. It's not ugly. Thing. They're tough to move. Ugly to you. They cut you. Barnacles are gross. It's all about perspective. Um, well, it's gross because all because in order to get all four of these... All four of these quarterbacks, you can have to draft them before round five. Boom. Second. So that's exactly what they what they are. They're annoying, and they stay there, and they cut you. Just say a quarterback. Bam. Baker Mayfield. Um, you guys love this guy. Baker Mayfield. He's going as a fifth quarterback overall. Actually, I'm going to jump around a little bit. He's, he's going as around. a fifth quarterback overall. Here's a guy that I could easily see finishing as a quarterback, too, if nothing goes right. Um, Michael, do you see Baker Mayfield falling out of the top 12 quarterbacks? I think Baker Mayfield is a tricky one because he is only a second year player and the thing one thing that scares me, yes, they were great once Freddie Kitchens took over as a team, much better than when Hugh Jackson was there, but they were also much slower offensively. They were one of the slowest uh they ran one of the they the amount of plays they ran was in the bottom five in the league offensively compared to other teams. 
Baker Mayfield also doesn't run much, so he doesn't get. He only had 130 rushing yards last season and no touchdowns. Yes, uh, that's one big misconception about Baker Mayfield. He's not a rusher. Yeah. He's a guy who creates time in the in the backfield. Yeah, if he rolls out, he's not looking to find space to run. He's looking to he's looking downfield right. to launch it 50 yards, which is also what makes him so exciting from a fantasy standpoint because he has that Patrick Mahomes ability to just roll out and throw 50 yards and score a touchdown. And he has ridiculous weapons this season with uh, OBJ and Landry, Callaway, Najoku, uh, Don't Chubb. Don't my boy Higgins. Kareem Hunt, Rashad Higgins. Yeah, they have a ridiculous team. So I think he could be quarterback three if all goes well and he explodes this season and takes the big jump that sophomore QBs have taken in the past. But I also do think he could be down around QB 15 if all things go bad. He's definitely one of those players that are very... Mercurial going into the season. Listen, he was quarterback 16 last year. He didn't start two games. He was a rookie, so I don't see him going that low. I think his floor is 13, maybe just outside the quarterback one. How many balls did we see Antonio Callaway drop last year? A lot. How many touchdowns did we see Njoku drop last Four. year? Four. And okay. he was a rookie. His teammates were not helping him. Now he has Odell Beckham Jr. to bring a slant to the house when he doesn't even have to make a play. Yeah, that's fire. So his ceiling, I'm going to go quarterback four just because he doesn't run. Floor, I'd say 13, but I think he's going to – yeah, so I think that's a reasonable 4-13. to 13. I expect some type of season in there. There's been debate and talk in Cleveland that Todd Monken, the offensive coordinator, and Freddie Kitchens, the former offensive coordinator now head coach, their offenses kind of clash a little bit, and they're, they're butting heads a little bit. Is that something that scares you if you're if you're looking at Baker to draft? I don't think so. I hope Monken prevails. Yeah, he runs an air raid offense, a lot of wide receivers, a lot of quick plays. I mean, both offenses were uh, dynamic and effective last season, so they'll make it work, especially with the weapons they have. All right, um, let's go to Matt Ryan, guys. Matty Ice, Timmy favorite player. Look, normally I would say stay away from Matt Ryan because he, this is a guy who's inconsistent. He went from one year he was the MVP, the next year he did not throw more than two touchdowns in a single game. So you have that. He also doesn't give you anything rushing-wise, obviously. But this is a year where we also know he's not good with a new offensive coordinator. But he's getting an offensive coordinator that he's had before, even though he's new. Mm-hmm. He's playing 13 games in, in a dome. And we know how much better Matt Ryan is in a dome. Even his outdoor games, the coldest game is in San Francisco in December. Which is cold, but it's not. It's Cali. Right, but yeah, no, I mean, San Francisco is in northern, Cali. it's in northern, I mean, northern Cali, Cali. It's so it's, it gets cold, so don't get me wrong, it's going to be cold, but it's not going to be Green Bay, Arctic, chill cold. I like me some Matt Ryan this year. What do you guys think? You know, I, is? I wasn't a huge Matt Ryan guy until I saw the upcoming schedule with all the dome games. That is something you have to take into account because generally when it's cold weather, Playing in a dome helps QBs because they're warm and they're able to make the throws and they don't got to worry about weather. They just don't have to worry about the... Particularly Matt Ryan, who's always played better in the domes. Yeah, the wind factor or the 15 degrees... uh, I mean, yeah, 15 uh, mile per hour winds pushing northeast that's pushing the ball just out of bounds from a touchdown to an uncatchable ball. You don't got to worry about that. So Matt Ryan, I have him as my QB7. I think his uh, ceiling is around QB5. I don't think he, I don't think he gets inside the top five this year. But his his floor, just because he's shown he has a floor, I think he could end at around QB fifteen. Mm. He's shown that he has that floor, especially in the even odd years. I think with that offensive line, the alternating still in, seasons, with that offensive line still in place, 
Devonta Freeman coming back. Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. And Mohamed Sanu still catching passes. I think something catastrophic would have to happen for Matt Ryan to finish outside the top 12 quarterbacks in fantasy. I mean, well, he threw almost 700 times last year. He didn't really have a running game. He's literally been a every other year quarterback since 2013. That he has. But those years also coincide with new offensive coordinators. He has another one this year. He does. I know it, he had him in the past, but it's still a new offense. Facts. So I think his floor is quarterback 18. Wow. That is low. I mean, Matt Ryan's not someone I'm aiming for. I have him ranked as my sixth quarterback. I see the upside here. Uh, that's the only thing I don't love about rankings. They don't really represent ADP, right? Like, I think he can end up end sixth. But am I going to take him as a sixth quarterback off the board in the fifth round? Of course not. I'm going to wait and take a different quarterback. In the, at the end of the um, draft. Later in the draft? Yeah, where I think <laughs> late round guys have a higher, have a ceiling that can match Matt Ryan's. I don't think the dome, st- the dome stuff is important, but I think people are buying into it a little too much. Fair enough. All right, so with that being said, let's move on to our next quarterback. Guys, today is a special day. Robinson Cano has homered twice. Whoa. We have to watch this guy for the next, like, four years. Guys, is it 2008 again? I wish. If you guys had to guess who the next player on the board is in terms of ADP, now the seventh overall player in terms of ADP, who would you guys guess? Cam Newton. He's actually Russell one Wilson. underneath this guy. Russell, I'm two underneath. Russell Wilson is one Carson underneath Wentz. this guy. Drew Brees, maybe? Drew Brees. Uh, interesting, because uh, Drew Brees Very is not, in my opinion. not the best fantasy quarterback, and he's been known throughout his career to be uh, super big on the home road splits. Uh, him and Ben Roethlisberger both are starts at home and sits on the road for the last five, six, seven years even. Um, does this surprise you that Drew Brees is going seventh in drafts right now? Absolutely. Don't take him there. Yeah, definitely don't take him. <laughs> the I, I ceiling think that's just... A, I think that's his ceiling. In my opinion, seven. yeah, QB7 is probably yeah. ceiling this season. He's slowly but surely becoming the new Tom Brady. Obviously, it's not a bad thing to be called the new Tom Brady, but the less volume passing, more rush-based offense on a better team type quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because if you don't expect some kind of lagging in the stats for Drew Brees, I think then you're just wishing. And not to shit on Drew Brees as a quarterback. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the game, and... You know, I was having this conversation with Nick on Veterans Minimum. He said, you know, I think the Saints are going to take a step back because Drew Brees slowed down at the end of the year. And I said, oh, yeah, he slowed down to putting them in position to win a Super Bowl. They just missed the pass interference. Like, they would have been in the Super Bowl had that call been made. So the narrative of Drew Brees slowing down, I think, is being a little outdone. But at the same time, if you're looking for a fantasy quarterback and Drew Brees is your guy, um, that's just too risky for me. Yeah, no rushing potential. Maybe he'll get to... QB sneak touchdowns where he just puts the ball over the line that he's he does done that every year. Many times, but yeah. it just he doesn't have the rushing potential at all. The they're more of a run based team now. I think Alvin Kamara is gonna have a huge season. I just I don't see the huge ceiling. I think QB seven is a ceiling. I haven't believe it or not, I have him as my QB fifteen. This, I have him at thirteen. Uh this year. I think his floor is about QB seventeen ish. Depending I, how if the I expect the Saints to be very good if they're leading a lot, it could be a lot of Drew Brees handing the ball off to Kamara, little short passes, things of that sort. Guys, I would rather have over a guy like Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, who's not going as a quarterback one right now, 
Ben Roethlisberger, who's not going as a quarterback one right now, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Mitch Trubisky. I'd have all those guys over Drew Brees, especially when considering the ADP. Interesting. Jason, do you agree with us? Yeah. He's being drafted at his ceiling. Maybe a little be up before his ceiling. He was quarterback 8-9 and nine the last two years, I think. Quarterback 10 is his ceiling this year. Jason, podcast host, man of few words. You guys just talked about Drew Brees for a while. We did. So let's talk about someone that we compare you to. Jason, we call we call Jason in so, our quarterback league uh, mini Russell Wilson because in our quarterback league, I mean in our sorry our, our touch football league, we call him mini Russell Wilson because he's the quarterback number one, obviously, but number two he wears number twelve, and also number three he's kind of like on the shorter side. I wouldn't say you're a short guy, but you're not a tall guy either, and you always show up bigger in the fourth quarter than you do in the first quarter. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's like, <laughs> yo, but Jason in the first quarter will make the, a throw be like, what the fuck? And then in the fourth quarter, he'll be a, make a throw that's like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson, Jason. I'll take it. it uh, you're your own offensive coordinator, so you're not being held back by your offensive coordinator. Do you think Russell Wilson's being held back by his? Of course he is. Brian Schottenheimer is the killer of fantasy dreams. But Russell Wilson is still amazing and is still one of the most efficient passers in the league. He was second in true throw value last year. Only Patrick Mahomes had a more valuable throw. So he doesn't need insane amounts of volume to put up great numbers. He had 35 touchdowns last year passing. And then if you look at his rushing numbers, 376 rushing yards, zero touchdowns, you expect that to improve. I don't see another season where he's going to have zero touchdowns. That just seems weird. I expect those numbers to go up too. 376 rushing yards isn't that much. So if you add in a few rushing yards, his efficiency, even if you decrease it a little bit, I see him ending up in the same area. I think he's stealing his quarterback six, uh, floor 12. I think he's just made for the six through 12 area with the Schottenheimer offense. It's he's being Just because he's so good. He's being held back by yeah. his offense, that's for sure. I think he has a little bit lower floor. I could easily see him ending outside the top 12 QBs just because of Schottenheimer. The only thing... The Seahawks' defense isn't very good anymore, so if teams are able to take leads against Seattle, forcing Seattle to throw, that'll be great for Russell Wilson's fantasy stock. Otherwise, they're just going to be the team with (laughs) – Tim just farted mad loud. Mad loud. (laughs) Chris Carson and Rashad Penny, they want to get the ball like 40 times a game on the ground, which is stupid when you have Russell Wilson, but that's the offense of that team. It's funny because two years ago, Seattle was only Russell Wilson. And it was him behind there with no running game whatsoever, running around, trying to find something to do, getting mad fantasy points. And then you turn it around, the team's doing better with the run with the rushing game. That was the worst thing that could have happened for the Seahawks last season, to actually win games. Why so otherwise, if they didn't make the playoff, Schottenheimer probably would have been bounced. I mean, he, he makes a style of offense that works for that team. And no. the fact Fuck that... out of here. Yeah, no. Look, the fact that Russell Wilson isn't being used is the biggest travesty of our lifetime. I mean, he's being used. He threw 35 touchdowns. Biggest travesty. He's so damn good. He threw 35 touchdowns ridiculously efficiently. Right. So he's being used correctly. Dude, if Russell no. Wilson was on the Jets, the Chiefs, people would, <laughs> would say he's the best quarterback in the NFL. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. That would um, be fun to watch. Another guy who was disrespected in the media lately, uh, The Athletic just came out with an article that, that ranked quarterbacks in tiers uh, according to NFL executives. Cam Newton comes in on tier three. He's not a good quarterback. A guy who needs a great running game and or a great defense to win. 
I think he's being slept on a little bit. I think because of his struggles last year with his arm issues that people are forgetting how good he can be when he's good. But in terms of fantasy, he's a fantasy Hall of Famer. I could see him finishing as the top quarterback in the draft. Michael, do you see a world where that's possible? Not this season. In past seasons, yes. I'm still very worried about that arm, that shoulder injury because he was so bad last season after that shoulder injury happened. He was basically useless. He couldn't throw past like 10 yards. Didn't he get taken out for a Hail Mary too at one point at the end of last season? And then there was reports early on in the year saying that he might not even be ready for this season. Now they're saying he's getting healthy and he's going to be ready to go. But buying into a an injured quarterback is tough for me to do. So I'm not a huge Cam Newton guy. If he's healthy, like they say, I think he could be a top like QB4 back to the top tier of quarterbacks. If not, I could see him ending around like QB 12, 13. This guy's about to pull off a Andrew Luck and just not even play this season and surprise everyone. That would be crazy. Andrew Luck did it. That would be insane. Um, His ceiling, I'd say, I mean, just because of his rushing. Ah, Jason, that's why you took, uh, what's his name is the? Will Greer. Will Greer. I took Will Greer in SFB9, yeah. He did. Interesting. That and just because I think he's injury prone. And I think Greer's a good quarterback. Interesting. He's very accurate. It's It's savvy. Uh, but Cam Newton, I'd say his ceiling is around because of his rushing ability. Quarterback five, I don't see. I don't think he's a good enough passer um, to be anything higher than that at this point. Because I think his rushing is going to be a little limited. If they're smart, man, if they want him to be healthy, they have to limit it at least a little. Even though the more he runs, the better the offense is. So it's really a conundrum. The yeah, Panthers that's the are. only way their offense works is if Cam Newton is doing Cam Newton things. Yeah, but I would say his assuming health. His floor is probably quarterback 12. He's going to run enough to be relevant. Yeah. I think you could say the exact same sentences that you guys just said about the next guy, Carson Wentz. Well, I think Wentz doesn't rush nearly as much as... All right, maybe not does. the exact same sentences, but I think in terms of overall abilities, Wentz is... He does rush sometimes, and he, he had, does get into the end zone. He had 93 rushing yards and zero touchdowns last year. That was last year with a bad knee. What about the year before? 299 and zero. Right, but the way that he got hurt was he was diving for a touchdown and he He's got stopped. He's more of a Mayfield runner than a Cam runner. He has some... He more, has he has legs. Mayfield. He has legs. Not nearly but besides Cam, that, I think that his ceiling, he is so talented that he could be one. But injuries limit him. But if he's if he is if he's super healthy, I don't see a way that Carson Wentz finishes outside of quarterback one. I think the fact that he doesn't really run at all, even if he puts up 200 rushing yards, does limit it where he's going to end because he's going to have to break records to be the quarterback one. And he's looked like he can in the past. And last year he was good, more efficient, not as dynamic. I think his ceiling, though, is quarterback three. I don't see him being the best quarterback in fantasy this year. And then the floor, listen, he was less efficient last year. So if that lower touchdown rate remains, if the Eagles become a worse team, uh, I mean, Deshaun Jackson's there, and he really changes things for quarterbacks as well. Quarterback 12. I th- he's going to be a quarterback one, I think, as long as he's healthy. Yeah, as long as he's healthy. I'm higher in Carson once than most. I have him as my QB6. I, think, I have him as five. I think he could end as – oh, wow, nice. I, I think he could end – Number four, I could see him jumping over Aaron Rodgers and Baker Mayfield in my rankings. Well, at the end of the season, that's how I have it in my rankings, Rodgers, Mayfield, and Wentz. And, yeah, 
I think his floors are on QB twelve as long as he's healthy. He should be consistently. He should be consistent and dynamic enough to end as a top twelve QB. He's shown that he is a. He's a very good fantasy QB when healthy. Guys, we're about the thirty minute mark. Uh, thirty one minutes right now, and I'm I'm very happy that that's the facts because, I want people to tune into this. I've been keeping this one on my chest. Dun, dun, dun. Kyler Murray is now is the eleventh quarterback off the board no, ADP wise. I promise you he is. Are you serious? He's the 11th quarterback off the what board. What the fuck are people doing? Before, before you start, Jason, please let me rant, rant on this. Because we live in a world, a fantasy world, where a lot of people have access to a lot of platforms. And some people get those platforms by literally just saying what everyone else says. Instead of actually looking at the game. And the biggest way you could follow who does that is when a false narrative sneaks in as fact because that means that person's been listening to people too much this false narrative that cliff kingsbury go is going to come into this league and revolutionize it after being an off uh, after being a head coach that first of all coached pat mahomes so how much of it was his system how much of it was pat mahomes and couldn't be over 500 as a head coach Ever. He now comes into the NFL and has a number one pick who not only has the pressure of being a number one pick, but they traded another number one pick to get him. On top of that, he's what? Six foot? 5'10"? He's 5'10". His offensive line last year, PFF ranked the worst offensive line in football, and they have not done anything to address it. If someone prefaces their predictions with, in the Cliff Kingsbury offense, this is going to happen because this is what happens in a Cliff Kingsbury offense, they're full of shit. Period. They're full of shit. Now, listen, I'm not going crazy. It can happen. He is a dynamic mind. Kyler Murray is a dynamic talent. But if one of the reasons why you're taking a guy is because you are banking on this offense being successful... Then you're foolishly mistaken, and you're listening to a guy that's just been listening to narratives of other people repeating the same bullshit. And look, I don't want to break your heart, Cardinals fans, but turnarounds from what were they three and thirteen last year? Maybe worse. Three and thirteen with two come from behind wins because Josh Rosen's actually a good quarterback, and you're gonna learn that this year in Miami. I don't know about that. You'll see. He had the worst offensive line in the league last year. He brought them back twice. Josh Rosen. Had no chance last year. You don't go from three and thirteen to a hundred. I mean, to, to thirteen and three. You don't do it. There's gonna be bumps along the road. Kyler Murray's gonna experience those. If you're drafting him as a as a QB one, you're drafting at drafting him as at his ceiling. If you are drafting him as a QB one, thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for making my draft easier. That's all I have to say about that. And so many people are doing it. I also, agree basically with everything you said. Like, he needs to be way better than rookie year Russell Wilson was in order to be where, in that's order to match his ADP. His ceiling is quarterback 10. Yes, that's his ceiling. No, according to others, his ceiling is like QB3. Which is absurd. It's, it's uh, not happening. You're listening to the wrong people. If, if, if someone's telling you that, you're listening to the wrong people. And I, I don't like to, you know, I'm not going to shit on anyone. Everyone has their own opinions. And 
Look, I'm not a fortune teller, so maybe I'm wrong. But nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, looks. I mean, there's always a chance. It's we're not wrong. a good draft strategy nah. though to bank on something that's never happened. Like I'm gonna take this guy because I think something that never has happened is gonna happen. That's not a good draft strategy. That's not how life works. Correct. That's not how fantasy football works. So if you're drafting Kyler Murray that that early, good good luck to you. I can't the, believe he's the Brodo Posse who who take hashtag in Brodo retrust retrust in Brodo we trust to the heart. They're not gonna be drafting Kyler Murray. They're also not gonna be drafting Corey Davis, although he does have a good ADP now. I actually like Corey Davis at his ADP. Yeah, we mentioned that <laughs> finally last, low enough. Yeah, we yeah. mentioned that last. That yeah, last Kyler week. Murray. I think his ceiling is like QB fourteen, floor QB twenty four. Uh, see, that's that's where I disagree with you. I could see him being QB ten. I could see it. Like, there's a reality where that happens. It's just that you're if you're drafting him at QB ten, you're drafting at his ceiling. His floor is like quarterback thirty. Yes, his floor is the worst quarterback in the league. That's his floor. That's a that's a reasonable floor for a first year rookie who's five ten with the worst offensive line in the league, yep. and his best weapon's thirty six, like that's a reasonable floor. They got a that us like a mad rookies on the field. They got a rookie head coach. They got a rookie quarterback. Like you said, Kingsbury was trash at Texas Tech. Couldn't get a head coaching job in college. We'll see. So a lot less controversial is the number twelve. Finally, rounding out the QB1 ADP, Jared Goff. I think uh, Jared Goff at QB12 is a definitely a, like is a fair place to put him. Jared Goff? Jared Goff is someone I'm never going to own in fantasy. I have him at QB12. I don't understand, but you love you love Robert Woods. And you love you, you like yourself Cooper Cup doesn't get injured again. He had seven touchdowns in the final eight weeks. Listen, you could be because he threw for almost 5,000 yards. You don't need touchdowns if you're Robert Woods. Touchdowns are nice, and they can all get seven touchdowns on the year, something like that. Or if he doesn't throw, if Goff doesn't throw touchdowns, but those for 300 yards, that'll be fine for Cooks, Woods. I just don't, he's never been someone I like as a fantasy quarterback. He's a little too up and down for me. He doesn't really have the ceiling, especially with how much they run the ball. Even though Gurley's hurt, uh, they drafted Daryl Henderson. McVay is a whiz, has a whiz kid offense, but he runs the ball. It's not like he abandoned the running game. So I think Jared Goff's ceiling is quarterback 12. His floor is quarterback 22. Oof. That's, that's yeah, a, really don't that's like a big one. Huh? I think his ceiling is like quarterback seven, eight. I think like quarterback eight, floor quarterback 15. I yeah. think there's a nice pocket there where you know what you're going to get from Jared Goff. Yeah, he's not going to wow you, but he'll be solid. I'm probably being a little harsh. I mean, I have him as my 20th quarterback, basically just to say I'm not going to draft this guy. Jared Goff is a guy you draft in the late rounds, but you, you're not married to him. Like, you, if there's a streamer. He's someone you got to stream with. Right. If there's a streamer quarterback out there that you prefer over him, like. Let's say Mitch Trubisky becomes a free agent in your league and you like it and he's, you know, starting to kill it, as everyone knows he will. That listens to me. Um, and he starts to kill it. Don't be afraid to drop golf for Trubisky or, or for Darnold or someone like that or for Garoppolo. Um, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. These guys are 13, 14, 15. I want to group them together because they are the old guys. Um, ben Roethlisberger was the number two fantasy quarterback last year. Not a lot of people know that, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be a little tough for him to repeat that um, production, because you uh, expect the Steelers to be a little better this year and not have to throw as much. 
How do you feel about Big Ben? I don't know. What do you mean better this year? It's definitely not going to be better this year. Well, I, th- I think they made a lot of improvements on the defense. He threw end. a lot last year. Yeah, they made he threw almost 700 times. He also had three rushing touchdowns. But yeah, I mean, but I still expect him to throw a ton. I think his ceiling is uh, QB 6, 7-ish. I think he st- could still be a mid-tier QB. I think his, uh, his floor is like QB 14-ish right outside the QB 1. Jason? I think it will be a high-end QB2 at least, no matter what. I think his ceiling is like quarterback 8, floor quarterback 18. I think he's going to be in that high-end QB2 range. What about Jameis Winston? Right now he's being drafted as the quarterback 16. Obviously people are putting stock in him in two quarterback leagues that believe in Bruce Arians. Um, Do you believe Bruce Arians makes Jameis Winston a possible QB1? Yeah, I have him as my QB10. I think he could end as QB7, 8 at the end of the year. I also think he could end up losing his job if he doesn't play well in the beginning. His the ceiling is like quarterback four. Yeah, I think he and his floor is like quarterback thirty two. Because he could rush a little bit yeah. too, <laughs> as in he's gonna end behind his back. I right, could see him right. ending between five and twenty five, if I'm being honest. He high variance, that's for sure. Yeah. He'll be probably one of those guys that are available because unless you're on the Tampa Bay League. I feel like you can take I mean, he Winston did, and then golf as a backup safe. He option. also did set a career high in rushing yards, even though he only played eleven games last season, which is nice to see. One thing about quarterbacks that you have to think about is if you have a quarterback that you like, you're going to have to take him because uh, let's especially if you're you're going to have to take him in if you're in a place where you're the fan of that team. For example, we draft in New York. Someone's drafting Sam Darnold. It's not necessarily a guarantee that Sam Darnold gets drafted in leagues that aren't full of Jets fans. But he will get drafted Should in our be. league. So if you want Sam Donald, you're gonna have to get him. If you're in a Tampa Bay league, you probably have to reach for James Winston. Um, the next three are kind of all in the same boat: Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Mitch Trubisky. All these guys have um, running attributes. Uh, all these guys are all upside guys. Out of these, out of this list, I think Mitch Trubisky is the surest thing. I really don't see a situation where Mitch Trubisky finishes outside the top twelve quarterbacks. Dak, obviously, that's me. Um, I'm a big Mitch Trubisky guy. Dak Prescott also has a good chance to be up there. Michael, you're a Dak Prescott guy. I'm going to let you start. And then, Jason, how about you just talk about Lamar Jackson, what you think about him. So, Michael, why don't you start with Dak Prescott? Yeah, I think he, uh, I think Dak Prescott could be between quarterback five to seven at the end of the year. He's been a QB1 every single season. He was way better when Amari Cooper came through last season. Uh, Zeke is healthy. So, I think Dak Prescott, he's being... Very underdrafted. I have him as a QB 11. I think he could end higher than that. I think his floor is around QB 11, 12, honestly. As long as he stays healthy, he gets rushing yards. He's run for six rushing touchdowns each of his first three seasons in the league. So he's going to get some rushing touchdowns. Dak Prescott, someone I'm, I'd be happy getting away with, coming away with uh, at the end of my draft if I don't have, if I wait to like the last round or two. Jason, you comfortable with Lamar Jackson as your starting quarterback coming to the season? Blah. Mm. Yes, if I'm forced to take him, just because I think his ceiling and floor is quarterback 9, quarterback 13, 14. I think that he's just going to be in that range. Someone similar to Dak Prescott, you're not super excited about starting him, but you know he's going to put up numbers. He's not going to kill you, and then he'll have one week where he blows up, and you'll be like, nice. The rushing numbers are a great floor. I think Lamar Jackson is one of those guys who could – be terrible this season. People are really overdrafted. No, that's him. the issue. He can't throw. Yeah. So as long as we he, don't know yet, he can't throw. I I do not subscribe to that theory. 
I'm sorry, I don't. He can't throw. He he broke the record for rushing attempts by a quarterback, and he didn't get a job until week 11 as a starter. I mean, he's going to break the record again Sam, easily. He hit almost 700 rushing yards. That's the only reason why I'm saying this. He hit, he had 700 rushing yards, 1,200 passing yards. That's no, I'm telling you, way too close. Five tight end sets. He never completed more than 14 passes in a game. Yeah, they got uh, who they got? They got Doyle. They got Andrews, Hurst. Hurst. They got Hurst. They got another guy. They got one more guy. I feel like we're yeah, his who's slipping around. But mind. dude, Lamar Jackson guy. can't throw the ball, and that's the issue. The, you know what? Because Lamar Jackson, I think is I'm I'm gonna go a little. It's like quarterback nine to like. 16, I'm going to say, just because he can't throw. I have him as my QB 21, so that's how I feel about Lamar Jackson. I think he's a little safer than you're making him out to be, just because of his rushing floor. Uh, I'm going to say not, real quick, though. I'm not drafting quarterback that literally can't play QB. Because these two guys who are getting compared a lot, Josh Allen, his floor is quarterback 55. <laughs> I, I honestly think he might be benched by week three. Yo, benched you're bugging, who? bro. You're way too. Josh long Allen's Josh a Allen. scrub. He's not a scrub. He is one. He is probably the worst quarterback I've ever seen play, and I've watched Tom Savage. Nick Kaiser is the other tight end in Baltimore. Okay. Yo, dude, how could you say that? He has a cannon arm and he can run. He cannot make a throw if his life depended on it. I don't. I don't agree with you on that. I There's think that he needs no to work way. very bad. I think there he is, needs work. There is no way. I would much rather have Josh Allen than Lamar Jackson. Much rather. No. The, see, that's the issue. I think Lamar Jackson is safe enough. You can take him and hope he'll be a back-end QB1 all year. People are taking Josh Allen, think he's going to be a top-five quarterback this season because of, of his legs. He nah. can't throw the ball. Nah. He should be benched at some point this season. He might be benched at some point this season. And if he's not, he's still not going to be good enough to be a consistent um Fantasy option. I disagree with you. I think Josh Allen could finish easily as a quarterback one. I don't see Mendes could be one at all. In a normal redraft league, I'm not touching Josh Allen with a 10 football. Same. Um, two guys that come in between Mitch Trubisky and Kirk Cousins in the ADP. Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, I'm sorry, oh, and Josh Allen. Cousins. Yeah, and Josh oh, Allen. Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins. I think both of these guys are kind of in the same boat where they both have the ability to kind of surprise and really bust through their ceilings. I'll take Jimmy the motherfucking G because that's my dog. Me too, man. Uh, last year, I had him ranked as like quarterback 12 or something. I was really high on him. I had him on a lot of teams. He got hurt, which sucked. This year, I have him as 15. Um, I think his ceiling is a lot higher. He's not a. He's not going to run. He's not going to blow the world away. But he's a very good quarterback, I truly believe. And he's in a Kyle Shanahan offense that he can easily put up very good numbers. And his current ADP is what, like 20 or something? 22, I believe, something of that sort. So I th- I think Jimmy G is a great guy to get in late rounds because I think that his floor is quarterback 15. 20 is APR. Quarterback 16, right? But his ceiling is quarterback 8. I think he's one of the perfect guys. If you stack up your team, get a lot of depth, have great position players, trade some depth for an even better po- set of position players. Then you have Garoppolo in there getting you 17 points a week. I think he's the perfect guy to do that. I do. I think him, Garoppolo, and Cousins will both be between QB eight and QB twenty. Honestly, if you draft both of them with your last two picks of the draft, one of them is going to hit, in my opinion. Uh, Garoppolo, like you said, he was being drafted way higher last season. He got hurt, and now he's being—he's a complete afterthought in drafts. And Kirk Cousins, despite the fact that the Vikings kind of sucked last year, he put up some pretty solid fantasy numbers most of the season, and it ended as a QB one. 
So he's also being super overlooked Disrespect. just because the Vikings as a team sucked last season. Yo, mad random. Uh, Geno Smith is the last-ranked quarterback, number 128. He's currently on a roster, Seattle. Bryce Petty, Landry Jones, Joe Callahan, um, Derek Anderson, Brandon Dory, Travoy Boinkin, um, Josh Johnson. None of these What's guys happening? are none of these guys are on rosters, but they're being drafted above Geno Smith. <laughs> All of those guys should be being drafted above Josh Allen. <laughs> oh, that's fighting words. Callahan. All right, next up, Derek Carr and Matthew Stafford, both guys that have, who have <laughs> um shown rocket arms and production in the past. Derek but Carr rocket arm. Have taken rocket arm. There was a time. There was a time. Um what do you think about these two guys? Obviously Jason is not a fan. I have Derek Carr rated under Daniel Jones. Wow. Are you kidding me, Jay? Jay Come on, dude, man. no, I think Daniel Jones has legs. Eli Manning is going to get benched. Daniel Jones is going to use his legs. He's going to be a decent quarterback two option. Better than Derek Carr will be this season. Dude, Derek Carr, like Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, Josh Johnson, Josh uh, Jacobs, like none He's of this does enough. anything for you. You're funny, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's crazy. Michael, you want to talk so, You want to talk like logically over here? I mean, I don't. I have Derek Carr as my QB 26. That's so way more logical like, than that. Yeah, definitely not higher than Daniel Jones. I mean, not lower. Well, than I got Jones. him at twenty-seven. I just have Jones at twenty-five. What about Matthew Stafford? Do you think the the end of the Bob Jim Bob Cooter era brings up? Apparently, some... this dude played the whole season with a broken back last year. He did. If that's the case, he still went twenty-one and eleven. That's nuts. So I think Stafford could be back to Stafford as a low end QB one. I don't but see. He's also in a Darren Bevel offense now, though, which is a. Yo, you guys can't. He's be in a Darren Bevel. Like <laughs> a Darren Bevel offense now, which is a run first offense, which also hurts him a little bit. It so. could not hurt him, though, because the Jim Bob Cooter offense was too many slants and shit. Too many. Way I too mean, many. Yeah, but I think he could end as like a Jim Bob. QB12-ish. Cooter. Between 12 and 25-ish. Big, depending on health. Cooter. Um, next. Who's next? Nick Foles. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold has the ability to be in the top 12 quarterbacks. Samuel Darnold. His he could end this QB8. This QB5. I mean, we're all high in this him. year's Mahomes. Also, we're, we're also all Jets a little fans. more. His floor, though, could be quarterback 25. He's a high bear. It's all about. All right, so here's what I want to say about Adam Gase's offense. I was, I was, I was going to mention this in whatever we have special coming for you guys soon. But I'll mention it there, too, because... Here's a here's what we know about Adam Gase's offense. One, it's slow paced. Two, it's efficient. Right? One of those things has to change for Darnold to end as a top five quarterback, top mm-hmm. ten quarterback. One of those changes has to change. One of those things has to change for him to end as a twenty fifth quarterback. I know what you're saying here. If his if Gase's offense speeds up and he's just as efficient, Darnold's gonna surprise people. If Gase's offense stays slow and it's not as efficient, Darnold's going to be the 25th quarterback. I mean, he's also been a slow game play caller with not very good quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying, too. Guys like Ryan Tannehill and Brock Osweiler. Even if you compare Tannehill and Osweiler. And then you go back to when Peyton Manning threw 55 touchdowns, and it's like, let's see Sam Darnold do that, huh? Facts, facts. Um, uh, So let's go through these a little quickly as we wrap up. Dwayne Haskins, Marcus Mariota, Eli Manning, Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco, 
Um, and Andy Daniel Dalton. Jones is is that's who rounds out the starting there quarterbacks, is. the top thirty four. So, um, Andy Dalton's the best of that bunch. Yeah, any of you Clearly. guys? These, I think Marcus Mariota has Talk a chance. About it. No, yo, Marcus Mariota had a couple good seasons, and then he got hurt, and then he was hurt again last year. He had a broken thumb, and I played quarterback with a broken thumb. It was a touch league, sure, but it's hard. To be honest, I think Tannehill's going to start some games this year. I mean, if there is a QB rankings going around that everyone was making fun of. I forget who it was because it's this dude that apparently makes terrible rankings. He had Marcus Mariota as a seventh QB as a budding star. It's trash. I have Tannehill as 31, Mariota 32. Yeah. Mariota and Tannehill, I'm not touching with a 10-foot pole. Andy Dalton, Dalton though. Your guys, cool your guys' boy got an extension QB2. today. Dalton? Tyler, Bo- Tyler, oh, Tyler Boyd, Boyd, four years, did. 40 mil. Pay Something up for the wide out, y'all. AJ Green's free agent next year. I think they're looking at Boyd to take over the reins. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Green goes. What if the like? What if the Jets are good this year? Right, bringing AJ Green should next trade year. For AJ Green. They should get AJ Green. But we're getting off topic. Andy Dalton of that bunch is who I like. Agreed. I think he's being a little disrespected. We know Zach Taylor's coming in with a new offense. I think Andy Dalton could be a comfortable quarterback. Fourteen. Shady Drew Lock. I would. I would. Bank on Drew Locke over Eli Manning. Dude, and no, you, and, you and John Locke, Elway man. need to just go to your tall guy quarterback party and just stop talking. What? Just love, I don't know why you love Drew Locke so much. Drew Locke, Josh Allen, these guys are scrubs. If you're going to be a quarterback, you need to know how to throw the ball. Drew Locke, Drew Locke and Josh Allen literally have no attributes in common besides their height. They're big, tall people who have cannons. Right, and but Drew Locke... Was one of the had one of some of the best stats in the ACC. I mean the SEC in Missouri, facing NFL ranked defenses. What he beat Alabama, with in Missouri. What the fuck is a NFL ranked defense? I don't even know what that means. NFL <laughs> typed type defense. Defenses with NFL players. Come on, on man, you know what I'm saying. Uh, to be honest, I was confused. This see, this is how he diverts attention when he. <laughs> I just don't want to have a. Drew Locke argument right now because you're wrong. All right. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Uh, Jason, if anyone wants to have a Drew Locke argument with you, where could they find you? At Jason Patrop. Michael? Mike underscore Patrop. At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only frisky. if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Shout out to us, duh, for bringing you content every single day in August. Stay tuned. Every single day. Day. Stay tuned. Every single day. Every single day. Dude, Cano Guys, just hit his Robert, third home run. Robbie Cano just hit his third home run of the game. <laughs> Whoa. So two magical things are happening Holy today. Moly. One, we're announcing that we're bringing you padding stuff every single day. Two, Robinson Cano it, is Robbie it's meant to be it up. Just magic. It's magic. Together. Together forever. Um, you can find more magic at brotofantasy.com. Michael just dropped an article on Sony Michelle and why you should not draft him where he is being... Um, yeah. Held, shout out to Michael for doing that. Great article, I must He's say. So NY, like the folks who make PlayStation. Jason, rap, uh, quoting rap verses is something that we definitely will never hear. And on. I don't understand what that has to do with Sony. Oh, Sony. Sony, dude, <laughs> the fuck? Name. While I was saying it, I realized. Um, also, BrotoFantasy.com for everything Broto Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to be running contests soon to see who will be in Broto Leagues. Yeah, yeah. Um, we will be having some... Extra surprises for everyone. Yeah, Content yeah. pumping out of the Patrop Studios yeah, here yeah. Uh, for Broto Fantasy Podcast. 
we're coming at you strong this year, people. Uh, we're not taking no prisoners. We got we got, the wave is riding, and we're riding that wave. Ride the wave with us. Uh, remember at Brodo Fantasy and BrotoFantasy.com. With that, peace. Later. Later.